Hey guys, I'm Kathy Lee. And hey, I'm Karen. Welcome. And we are coming to you from both Australia and New Zealand. And I think it's absolutely incredible that we can have technology nowadays that can allow us to do this. So Karen is over in New Zealand and I'm here in Australia and we are bringing to you Heartful Addiction, the podcast. It's a heartful revolution. Hello everyone and welcome to our very first weekly edition of Heartful Addiction, a podcast. I am so excited to finally be able to launch this platform and I cannot wait for you to see what we have in store for you this week. I'm joined by my beautiful friend Karen. Hi Karen. Hey Kathy. Well it's amazing to be here and I'm really looking forward to this and many future episodes of Heartful Addiction, the podcast. This is just the beginning. Yes, Karen, it is absolutely just the beginning and we are so lucky to be in a position that we can share this movement with everyone. Heartful Addiction is a non-profit platform for empowerment, highlighting the goodness in the world, ways forward, life hacks, creative living and thoughts, grassroots charities and the groundswell of people helping people and leading by example in everyday life. People just like you and me. We feature the good news stories uh, because unlike mainstream media which focuses on fear, we believe the light and humanitarianism far outweighs the darkness in the world. Here at Heartful Addiction, we empower community and connection. We recognize the world has changed heart to heart, face to face, kanohi ki te kanohi, with the flow of compassion, the highest vibration in the world. And simple human kindness. Make today the day you look for the wonderful things. Become part of our movement just by taking the time to listen in, join our community and be yourself. You can find us at Facebook page Heartful Addiction or find our group Heartful Addiction, a podcast. That's an invitation to let your freak flag fly, guys. (laughs) Be the change you want to see in this world. Pay it forward. Give without expectation of return. Discover the power of our love revolution. So Karen, shall we get started and let everyone know what's coming up on the show today? Yeah, sure thing, Kathy. Let's get into it. Well, first up next, we have the feel-good stories of the week. So these will be stories that are the good news that we've collected locally and internationally. And they're focusing on everyday people like you and me doing amazing things and little things and just just things that have come in through our Facebook pages and that we've we've gone out and found that are just general heartful humans making the world a better place. Looking forward to hearing those things this morning. Then we've got some chick called Karen's Corner. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. Seriously though, in Karen's Corner I'll be exploring my thoughts and feelings of the week. So just a few things for you to think about on a bit of a deeper level. Go go inside yourself, maybe see the way I look at the world and, and see what you can take from that. Then we will have our meditation minute. 
which is one minute of calming music to ground and centre you. Oh, we all need a bit of that in this busy world. And followed by our inspirational quote of the week. And then we have our local community spot, where we will be going over a few local events and news. We introduce our special guests, Nikki, a crystal healer, and Nicole from Nicole Madden Transformational Coaching. And then it's over to you, our listeners, with your questions and answers. Let's begin. Over to you now, Kathy Lee, for our feel-good stories of the week. Welcome to Kathy's Spot. This is my little corner where I'll be talking about our feel-good stories of the week. I have a couple for you today. One may be a little bit sad, but we'll get through that together. It is from KDs, which is Kiwi Daddies, on Facebook. They posted this last year, but it's still a very, very sad story, and we'd love to share it with you because it's got to do with heartfulness, mindfulness, and just being grateful. Holly Butcher, a 27-year-old woman from Grafton, New South Wales in Australia, passed away on Thursday after she lost her battle with a rare form of cancer. Miss Butcher was suffering from Ewing sarcoma, a bone cancer. The young woman wrote a heartbreaking letter during her hard battle with the disease, and her family decided to share it online after a few hours she had been gone. Here's the heart-rending letter. Are you guys ready? It is a strange thing to realise and accept your mortality at 26 years old. It's just one of those things you ignore. The days tick by and you just expect they will keep on coming until the unexpected happens. I always imagined myself growing old, wrinkled and grey, most likely caused by the beautiful family, lots of kitties. I planned on building with the love of my life. I want that so bad it hurts. That's the thing about life. It is fragile, precious and unpredictable. And each day is a gift, not a given right. I'm just 27 now and I don't want to go. I love my life. I am happy. I owe that to my loved ones, but the control is out of my hands. Those times you are whinging about ridiculous things, something I have noticed so much in these past few months. Just think about someone who is really facing a problem. Be grateful for your minor issue and get over it. It's okay to acknowledge that something is annoying but try not to carry on about it and negatively affect other people's days. Once you do that, get out there and take a big freaking breath of that fresh Aussie air deep in your lungs. Look at how blue the sky is and how green the trees are. It really is so beautiful. Think about how lucky you are just to be able to do that. Breathe. You may have gotten caught in bad traffic today, or had a bad sleep because your beautiful babies kept you awake. Or your hairdresser cut your hair too short. Your new fake nails might have a chip. Your boobs might be too small. Or you have cellulite on your ass. And your belly is wobbling. Let all that stuff go. I swear you will not be thinking of those things when it is your turn to go. It is so insignificant when you look at life as a whole. 
I'm watching my body waste away right before my eyes with nothing I can do about it and all I wish for now is I, that I could have one more birthday or Christmas with my family, just one more day with my partner and dog, just one more. I hear people complaining about how terrible work is or about how hard it is to exercise. Be grateful you are physically able to. Work and exercise may seem like such trivial things until your body can't do them. I tried to live a healthy life. In fact, that was probably my major passion. Appreciate your good health and functioning body, even if it isn't your ideal size. Look after it embrace how amazing it is. Move it and nourish it with fresh food. Don't obsess over it. But while on this topic, delete any account that pops up on your news feeds that gives you any sense of feeling crap about yourself, friend or not. Be ruthless for your own well-being. Be grateful for each day you don't have pain and even the days where you are unwell with your man flu, a sore back or sprained ankle. Accept it's crap, but be thankful it isn't life-threatening and it will eventually go away. Whinge less people and help each other more. Give, give, give. It is true that you gain more happiness from doing things for others than doing them for yourself. I wish I did this more. Since I have been sick, I have met the most incredibly given, giving and kind people and been the receiver of the most thoughtful and loving words and support from my family, friends and strangers, more than I could ever give in return. I will never forget this and will be forever grateful to all of those people. One thing, it is weird having money to spend at the end when you're dying. It's not a time where you go out and buy material things like you usually would like a new dress. It makes you feel think how silly it is that we spend so much on new clothes and things in our life. Buy your friend something kind instead of another dress for yourself, a beauty product or jewellery for that next wedding. No one cares if you wear the same thing twice. It feels good. Take them out for a meal, or better yet, cook them a meal. Shout them their coffee. Buy them a plant, a massage or a candle, and tell them you love them when you give it to them. Value other people's time. Don't keep them waiting because you're useless on being on time. Get ready earlier if you're one of those people, and appreciate that your friends want to share your time with them. Not sit by themselves waiting on a friend. You'll gain respect as well. This year, our family agreed to do no presents, and despite the tree looking rather sad and empty, I nearly cracked on Christmas Eve. It was so nice because people didn't have the pressure of shopping, and the effort went into writing a nice card for each other. Plus, imagine my family trying to buy me a present knowing they'd probably end up with it themselves. Strange. It might seem lame, but those cards mean more to me than any impulse purchase could. That said, use your money on experiences, or at least don't miss out on experiences because you spent all your money on material stuff. Put in the effort to do that day trip to the beach you kept putting off. Dip your feet in the water, dig your toes in the sand, wet your face with salt water, listen to the waves. Get amongst nature, listen to music, really listen to it. Music is therapy and the oldies are the best. Cuddle your dog, far out on this that. Talk to your friends. Put down your phone. Are they doing okay? Really listen to them. Travel if it's your desire. Don't if it's not. Work to live. Don't live for work. And seriously, do what makes your heart feel happy. Eat the cake.
zero guilt every time. Say no to things you don't really want to do and don't feel pressure to do what other people might think is a fulfilling life. You might only want a mediocre life and that is okay. Tell your loved ones you love them every time you get a chance and love them with everything you have. And also remember, if something is making you miserable, you do have the power to change it in work or love or whatever it may be. Have the guts to change. You don't know how much time you've got on this earth do not waste it being miserable. I know it is said all the time, but it couldn't be more true. Anyway, that's just this one young girl's life advice. Take it or leave it. I don't mind. Oh, and one last thing. If you can, do a good deed for humanity and start regularly donating blood. It will make you feel good with the added bonus of saving lives. I feel like it is something that is so overlooked considering every donation can save three lives. That is a massive impact each person can have and the process really is so simple. Blood donation, more bags that I could keep up with counting, helped keep me alive for an extra year. A year I'll be forever grateful that I got to spend here on earth with my family, friends and dog. A year that I had some of the greatest times of my life. Until we meet again, Holly. Holly's words should make us appreciate much more what we have. Reflecting to her words, what we all should have to do is find the true happiness, the emotional and spiritual happiness, and then we'll realise how insignificant and unimportant having a stupidly portrayed perfect social media body really is. Rest in peace, Holly Butcher, and thank you for the reminder of what really matters in life. guys will have no idea how hard that was to read so young and such good advice and I really hope that you guys took something from that so now I'm about to play you a clip called the power of positive thinking there's a couple of famous guys on there um Jim Carrey um Will Smith Steve Harvey and This is one of the feel-good stories. It's the power of positive thinking. Have a listen. I would visualize things coming to me that I wanted or whatever. This was in like 1987, 85. Yeah, yeah. And And I had nothing at that time, so it was like, but it just made me feel better. It made me, at that time, all it really was for me was kind of making me feel better. I would drive home and think, well, I do have these things. They're out there, I just don't have a hold of them yet but they're out there okay so didn't you write yourself a check i heard that you did is that true i wrote myself a check for 10 million dollars for acting services rendered and i gave myself uh five years or three years maybe and uh and uh, i dated at thanksgiving 1995 and i put it in my wallet and i kept it there and it deteriorated and deteriorated and stuff and uh and uh but then just before Thanksgiving 
represent the idea that you really can make what you want. There are many ways to get the things that we want for ourselves in our lives, but basically it all begins with how we choose to think. As you think, so shall you be. Seven little words that I think are perhaps the most important things that we can learn and master in our lives. This whole proverb notion that I become what I think about all day long. And once you know that what you think about is what expands, you start getting real careful about what you think about. You don't allow your thoughts to be on anything that you don't want or that you wouldn't want to have manifest or show up for you in your life. Like attracts like. You have to understand, you are a magnet. Whatever you are, that's what you draw to you. If you're negative, you're going to draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. So you're like a magnet, you know. And you've got to understand something about like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. This is so true. Joy and depression cannot reside in the same space. Laugh every chance you get. Just bust out laughing, even if it ain't funny. Just laugh. <laughs>
really low self-esteem and I really feel that we need to change that we need to we need to change those those power statements to to self-love because at the end of the day you are love you are not all this negativity that's being fed into you that is really clouding your authenticity you what were you before all of that crap was piled on top of you what were you when you were born when you first came into this world as a bright and beautiful fresh person were you all of those things no you were not all those things have been put on you and in actual fact they belong to others and I see all of these all of these um, marketing strategies that that make us feel like we're not enough as, as sort of the monsters in the universe and we have to go into battle every single day and say hey you're a liar <laughs> don't put that in my head that's you that's not me talk about yourself takes one to no one <laughs> anyway these are my thoughts this lovely morning and I hope that you'll take something from it that you will do a little experiment for me start consciously following your I am statements with positivity with strength I am wonderful I am powerful I am a great mum I am beautiful I am enough I am everything I need to be I am empowered I am a strong woman or a strong man I am amazing just tell yourself these things even even if it's silently because we hear ourselves and we we really soak up everything that we say to ourselves don't be a bully from the inside you'd never say those things to your children your mother your sister your best friend so don't say them to yourself and um, hopefully over the next uh, however many podcasts I will be able to help unravel through some more of my thoughts a bit more of your authenticity take off those cobwebs that have been covering you for far too long and let your light shine help your light to shine because it's already there on the inside I promise you Aroha noe beautiful people see you next time going to ask you the listener all to try and take a moment to take a breath and take the time to ground yourself if you can take your shoes off and go stand on the grass or dirt outside no matter the weather take a deep breath and close your eyes if you're driving obviously don't do this but take a few deep breaths and steady yourself for your weekend ahead it's just a minute a mindful minute Heartful Addictions Mindful Minute 
60 seconds of high frequency music to relax your soul, an oasis for your day. Breathe your way into it. There is only this. Basically, this segment is Karen's quote of the week, Kathy's social shout out, plus I pick a movie or song of the week. This will be a song or a movie that's really touched my heart during the week and that I think I'd really like to share with you. So over to you, Karen, for Karen's quote of the week. Kia ora, hello and welcome to Heartful's quote of the week. So today... Today I have been thinking very deeply about the amount of compassion that is currently flowing out of New Zealand and back in internationally. Compassion is the highest energy in the universe so it's been so beautiful, so beautiful to feel, so honouring such a humbling experience to see this love flowing in to heal heal a wound that is that has been caused and love is always the answer and joy is always the answer and I know that some of you have been feeling like like they don't have the right to be joyous at a time like this uh, here within New Zealand it, it's just it's been uh, very traumatic and I have I have had direct feedback with people saying well I don't feel like I have the right to laugh or I have the right to be sharing my joyful experiences, my fun, fun things that have been happening to me over this weekend when the nation is in mourning. Well, I say to you, I say to you, do not be afraid to find light within darkness because light and love is the answer. On that note, a beautiful quote from one of my favorite sci-fi fantasy authors. Stephen Donaldson who wrote The Chronicles of the Unbeliever, a great title, great title and a great, great series of books. Now the unbeliever was talking to his friend who was a giant and this race of giants that Stephen Donaldson created, this race of giants, they 
they were the best in all the world at finding the light within the darkness and the joy and, and the smile in a situation. They took everything so slowly and so compassionately, but they suffered. They suffered a great tragedy because they were such a long, slow race. They suffered they suffered deeply they they didn't um they didn't have many children and they lost all of their children um and and it was it was just the worst tragedy that could possibly have happened to this race of giants and i tell you what in the midst of this tragedy this deep tragedy this giant turned to thomas covenant the unbeliever and through his tears he said to him these words and this is what I want you to think about, my friends, he said. Joy is in the ears that hear, so laugh for me. Joy is in the ears that hear, so laugh for me. Find that light within the darkness. Show me, my friend, the joy in this situation. Laugh for me when I cannot. I think that's a really beautiful sentiment to take into these times. Joy is in the ears that hear, so laugh for me. Okay guys, my movie of the week is Me Before You. It came out in 2016 and it's quite a feel-good, dramatic comedy, bit of a rom-com if you'd want to say. Now, um, it stars Amelia Clark, who you would know from the Game of Thrones series, and Sam Cafflin, who played Finnick on The Hunger Games. The rating is 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb and... I'll give you a quick read of the synopsis of the film. Young and quirky Louisa moves from one job to the next to help her family make ends meet. Her cheerful attitude is put to the test when she becomes caregiver for Will, a wealthy young banker left paralysed from an accident two years earlier. His cynical outlook starts to change when she shows him that life is worth living. As their bond deepens, their hearts and lives change in ways that neither could have imagined. Now I'm going to play you the, tra the trailer. Now I'm going to play you the trailer. It's quite hard to imagine when you are listening to it on a podcast. However, um, it's worth it. So here you go. We've tried the chicken factory. I'm still having nightmares about those giblets. We've tried beautician. Turns out hot wax is not my friend. I'm running out of options for you here, Louisa. Please, I'll take anything. And this is new care and companionship for a disabled man. Do you have any experience of caregiving? Um, I've never done it, but I'm sure I could learn. Then let's go meet Will. Will, this is Louisa Clark. Nathan will talk you through Will's routines and equipment. You don't have to talk across me, Mother. My brain isn't paralysed. Yet. Oh, he hates me. Every time I speak, he looks at me like I'm stupid. To be fair, you are pretty stupid. Yeah, but he doesn't know that yet. <laughs> Interesting choice of footwear. What do you mean by that? That can't be from around here. Why not? This is the kind of place people come to when they've got tired of actually living. I'm happy here. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be. You only get one life. It's actually your duty to live it as fully as possible. No. 
Stay. Tell me something good. When I was little, my favourite outfit was my bumblebee tights. Bumblebee tights. Black and yellow stripes. Oh, dear God. Didn't you ever love anything that much? Yes. Loving can hurt. Please don't tell me you shaved off my eyebrows. Either one. Can I take you somewhere? You are so going on a date with Will Trainer. It's too baby. Get the red dress out. I don't want to go in yet. I just want to be a man who's been to a concert with a girl in a red dress. A few minutes more. Loving can heal. I promised my parents six months and that's what I've given them. But that was before me. I want him to live, but only if he wants to live. I can't just let this happen. You can't change who people are. I mean, what can you do? You love them. And if you I don't want you to miss all the things that someone else could give you. I can make you happy. And with that, bring tissues. I really hope you guys watch that this week. And on to the next segment. Thank you for listening. Now we're over to Nicole from Nicole Madden Transformational Coaching. You can find her on Facebook. Hello, my name's Nicole and I'm a transformational life coach based here in the UK. Today I wanted to talk to you about gratefulness and how we can practice the art of gratitude. When we practice the art of gratitude, we feed our souls and our heads full of positivity. We also then excel that out into the universe and the world and the people around us. While some find it difficult to do this on a daily basis, once you start, it can be part of a daily routine for you and it becomes so much easier. What I'm gonna do right now is give you 10 examples of things you can be grateful for on a daily basis. Number one, I am grateful to be alive. Number two, I am grateful for my health. Number three, I am grateful for my warm home. Number four, I am grateful for my family. Number five, I am grateful for my friends and the people around me. Number six, I am grateful for the food that I get to eat on a daily basis. Number seven, I am grateful for my car or the transport that I need to take to get me from A to B. Number eight, I am grateful for the weather today, whether that be sunshine or rain, or you see the magic of a rainbow. I am grateful for the things that I enjoy, i.e. reading a book, exercise, yoga, or meditation. And finally, I am grateful for me, and for the strength I have to keep going on a daily basis. Why don't you try practicing the art of gratitude and see how much it makes you smile?
Let's get into the Heartful Local Community Notices then. So this is a space where you can let us know what's going on near you, local um, events, festivals, movies, pages to join. Don't, don't forget to join uh, Heartful Addiction. So facebook.com forward slash Heartful Addiction is our official page. Go, on, go and give it a like. Now, of course, today, being Friday, marks one week in New Zealand. One week since the tragedy in Christchurch that claimed at, at this time 50 lives. Now, this may be the single most unheartful thing that I could mention. I know we're all about the good news, but bear with me. This is on the forefront of everybody's minds today. And what is heartful is the compassion flowing into and out of New Zealand that is joining us all together. Uh, where a lot, a lot of things attempt to divide and conquer. Well, this has done nothing but bond us closer together. And community, community is what is needed in this world. Not isolation. We need to join hands and join hearts and joining hearts is exactly what the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has called for today usually to mark something something um, that touches hearts there would be a one minute observation of silence well today she has announced an official two minutes of silence to mark the scope of the tragedy and also to honour the depth of love energy that is needed to fill that space so at the time of recording this that official timing for that two minutes of silence hasn't been announced but if you check your news agencies then they will they will let you know when that's going to be if you happen to miss it whether you're in New Zealand Australia or in the wider world don't worry because love and compassion knows no time and space so wherever you are in the world at whatever time you hear this I ask of you heartfully to close your eyes and observe two minutes of silence and just send love don't feel fear don't feel pain feel love love for those beautiful souls love is what is needed compassion is the highest vibration in the universe thank you so much karen and to let us know about your community events please email heartfulpodcast at gmail.com that's h-e-a-r-t-f-u-l podcast at gmail.com Now we'd like to introduce Nikki. Nikki is one of our special guests of the day. Nikki is a crystal healer and she is going to talk about crystal and chakras and focus of the week. You can find her on Facebook at Nikki's Oracle Readings and I'd love for you to go and like her page. Over to you, Nikki. Hello, my name is Nikki and I am a crystal healer. I look forward to sharing my knowledge with you all here on this podcast. But today I'm going to be introducing you all to the energy of crystals and the human body. And 
as to later date, we'll be looking at colour therapy and our chakras and then on to our crystals. So let's start with the introduction. Crystals have been used for healing purposes for 26,000 years and actually dates back to the time frame of Atlantis. Um, Each crystal is made up of a network of repetitive geometric patterns of compressed ions, atoms and molecules. So therefore, each crystal is alive. Um, No two crystals are the same and each of them has its own unique electromagnetic charge. What's interesting is the human body also contains crystalline particles and an array of minerals and the body is 70% water and water itself has a crystalline structure. If you think about snowflakes, um, it's easy to understand. The human body also contains seven chakras which are wheels of energy that spin, pulse and vibrate all the time. The energy gets divided up within the body and this affects our focus, motivation, inspiration and can cause our feelings, moods, actions and perceptions to change. Crystals can therefore communicate via their electromagnetic fields and connect with the energies flowing around the human body. And as we all know, energy can never be destroyed. So it's constant. Today we're gonna look at the seven chakras and talk about the purpose of each one. Um, The chakras start at the base of the spine and finish at the top of our head. The first chakra is called the root chakra and this is located at the base of the spine. Its color is red, and red is a very physical color, which aids us in being grounded and connected to the earth. Red brings thoughts and feelings of survival and instinct, and can make us feel alert and vigilant. Now, each chakra does have its own individual color, and colors are very important, which we will learn at a later date. The second chakra is called the sacral chakra and this is based a few inches below your navel, your belly button. And its colour is orange and orange is a very creative and energising colour and it brings warmth, um, security, passion, pleasure and sexuality. Third, our third chakra is called the solar plexus, and this is located a few inches above our navel. Its color is yellow, and yellow assists with our emotions. It brings feelings of confidence and friendliness, courage, optimism, and self-esteem. The fourth chakra is our heart chakra, and this is based, uh, located in the center of the chest. Its color is green and pink, um, and that's because male and female, and if you can think of a yin yang, if it's half green, half pink, half male, half female, then you have balance. Green and pink in colour therapy brings feelings of love, well-being and health. 
Um, the heart chakra brings feelings of compassion, kindliness, a feeling of the good factor, being healthy, alert and empathetic. Our fifth chakra is called the throat chakra and this is based between our collarbones. The colour is blue and blue is for intelligence and communication. It makes us feel logical, trustworthy, dutiful, efficient, smart and well-spoken. The sixth chakra is called the third eye and that's located between our eyebrows. The colour is purple or indigo. Um, Purple and indigo are very spiritual colours and it helps with our spiritual development, feelings of being wise and enhances our psychic energy, Um, increases our intuition, self-awareness and peace. And last but not least, our seventh chakra, which is at the top, found at the top of our head, is called the crown chakra. It's violet and white in colour. Um, both these colours are very universal colours, which connects us with all. It can make you feel spiritually awake and is used during meditation and are both very protective colours. So that's our introduction to the energy of crystals and the human body and how they connect with each other is through magnetic, electric magnetic fields and it's led to believe from the time of Atlantis that crystals can communicate via these fields and connect with our energies flowing around the human body which is our aura so that's something for us all to think about and really relate to i think so anyway it was lovely talking to you all i hope you've all learned something from this first podcast this is the first one i've ever done so i'm sorry if i hesitated in any way but i'm sure i will get better with practice uh the next podcast i'll be doing I will be looking at colour therapy and looking more into the chakras and what they stand for and what they help to do within the body. I look forward to speaking to you all then. But goodbye for now and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Thank you. So now we're on to our callers and questions. We're going to be answering the Facebook question of the week. And if you'd like to find that, go to our group, Heartful Addiction Podcast. Like our group or join our group. And you'll always find the question of the week pinned to the top. So today, the question for episode one was, what is the most heartful thing that you have done for someone else? Or what is the most heartful thing someone else has done for you? Now people ask what heartful is. And the translation is heartful is being kind, selfless, generous, loving without boundaries, helping your neighbour, strangers, friends and family, 
anonymously or publicly, without really expecting thanks, praise or to go viral because what you've done is from your heart. To be heartful is to be from your heart. So we asked you guys to type in and we got some really lovely answers. So I'm going to go through and let you guys know what they are. Okay, so Olivia comes in and Olivia has said, I helped an older lady that I had never met go down six flights of stairs at a musical theatre performance. Her son was with her but was struggling to help so I had her grab my arm and she grabbed his arm with the other hand and we led her down the stairs to make sure she didn't fall. She kept calling me an angel for doing that for her. Oh, that's beautiful, Olivia. Um, Sarah has come in and said, I do a toy drive every year to our local children's hospital in memory of my brother. It's such an eye-opening experience. There are so many children who have to spend the holidays and most of their life in hospital. I just love walking into the lobby with all of the toys and seeing a few of the kids' faces. I donate most of the toys to the floor my brother was in. 2018 was my seventh year doing it. Wow, Sarah. And we collected over 500 toys. It doesn't matter how much I collect. I just love that I am able to make one or two kids smile. That is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for letting us know that one, Sarah. Uh, Rachel comes in and says, um, I can't think of one thing in particular because I do things for people all of the time. Already heartful, Rachel. And it's never for a look at me status. It's because it feels good to be a giver. And that is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Now, Georgina has written in, and I know Georgina is not entirely well right now. So, Georgina, I really hope that um, you get that liver soon. And um, we're all thinking of you here at Heartful Addiction. Georgina Ritson wrote in and said, I can't think of anything big I've done, but lots of little things. I always give money to buskers and homeless people. My home is always open to friends and family that need temporary accommodation. Um, she also says, whenever I fall sick and end up in hospital, I'm normally in a full bedroom. After hearing doctors give another patient a disheartening diagnosis, that poor patient is sometimes by themselves and in tears. I normally go over, introduce myself, and if they're willing, I sit on the chair next to them, provide a listening ear and chat with them, and they are normally so grateful. That's so beautiful. And with your own problems as well, that's just amazing. And then we have one anonymous come in from Perth, Australia. Um, I have a friend with three disabled children. She was afraid that due to last minute car repairs that went into the thousands, that she wouldn't be able to make Christmas a special one for her children. She wasn't able to reach out to the local food banks, churches or charities that usually do things for families over Christmas as she was informed by many that their resources had already been allocated for the Christmas season. I went on several community Facebook pages and explained her predicament, not expecting much apart from narky trolls who were going to drag me and my idea. But boy was I surprised. About a dozen people in the nearest community came forward with money, donations, food and presents for the kids and the mum. I cried when I was able to take this around to her finally 
and see her face when we completely stocked her cupboard and freezer with basics such as pasta, sauces, chicken, vegetables, sausages, rice, treats and healthy options. Each child got a huge gift bag full of presents and we hope that they enjoyed what little the community banded together to donate. Thank goodness the community of Alcamos, Perth came through for this beautiful family and made their Christmas something special to remember. Thank you so much for letting us know about that one. That's amazing. And now I'm going to throw to Karen. She's going to issue next week's question. So Karen, what will it be? Well, so your question for next week. Now we want we want you to think carefully about this and let us know your answers on our Facebook page and our Facebook group forward slash heartful addiction or you can record your answers right here in the anchor app. So your question for next week is what are your coping mechanisms for dealing with stress? Now stress can have a really wide interpretation, it might be a bad experience, might be a bad day, you might have just woken up and you're feeling a bit down and you don't know why, but what are those methods, what are those mechanisms, what do you do to help yourself feel better, whether it's instantaneously or whether it's a process and you know that eventually you're, you're going to be back up there. Now I have some and we'll discuss this in our section next week, but I want to know what your answers are. So let us know what are your coping mechanisms, coping methods for dealing with stress. Now, I just want to add as well that we are currently recording this separately. So I'm here in Perth, Australia, and Karen is in Rotorua in New Zealand, and it is obviously such a far distance, but with technology, we were able to do this. So I do apologize if it seems a bit disjointed, but we're still working out the app on how to put it all together. And we'd like to say a big thank you to Anchor.fm for um, hosting this podcast and um, having such a very easy user interface um, in the app. So next we're going to be going on to some thank yous this week. Um, I'd love to say thank you very much to Nikki for your Crystal Healing podcast uh, segment. And I'd also like to say thank you very much to Nicole for your all your advice that you have given us today. I'd also like to say thank you to my beautiful hostess, Karen, co-hostess Karen and um, we'd love to see you guys next week on Heartville Addiction a podcast. Over to you Karen for the final uh, words of the day. Thank you everybody and I hope to see you again next week. Bye! Well I guess that brings us to the end of our podcast. <laughs> cry cry. No, seriously, we're all about the light, the light and the joy. So thank you, seriously. Thank you so much for joining us in this space. And we hope that you will share, 
share the the good news share the hell out of this podcast and let your friends know so that more can join us next time the bigger the community we get the more light we can shine on those people doing the mahi in the world doing the work of love so thank thank you individually to every single person who who made this happen thank you especially to my lovely co-host Kathy Lee Chopping now without her this wouldn't have happened because it's been a long time coming <clears throat> but I have so much on my plate that I've never got around to it so it took her to stand up and say hey Karen this is actually needed in the world especially at this time so let's let's just do it and she has done all the production and um just she's a general all-round superwoman I swear she's like like a modern day superhero so thank you Kathy Lee <laughs> I know Oh, thank you, Karen. And on that note, I would like to say thank you very much to everybody who has tuned in today. And I do apologize for the quality, but we will get there. And hopefully you will come back next week, bring all your friends, share the podcast link, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, everybody, take care, be safe, and we hope to see you again. Bye. Remember today and every day, we rise by lifting others.